0: you and I both know that probably the most likely person in your life to underestimate you would be the narcissist, right? In fact, if you ask me, their consistent need to underestimate us is one of their biggest weaknesses. Not only does underestimating us leave them vulnerable in certain ways, but it also gives them a certain amount of overconfidence in themselves, which if we're being honest, might cause them a little trouble if they're not careful. For example, they might assume you're less intelligent than they are and this assumption could lead them to making obvious attempts to deceive you. And if you're smart, you'll play along and you'll see the truth without them knowing it. Is this wrong? Could it be unethical to allow a narcissist to underestimate you and not tell them you see right through them? Well, some people are going to disagree with me on this, but I say absolutely not. And here's why. Narcissists underestimate you for so many different reasons. The most frustrating of which is that they don't truly see you for who and what you are. Seriously. Things a narcissist will never do for you. Number one, apologize. They will never give you a genuine apology. Number two, they will never take responsibility for their actions, and if they ever do, again, it's because they want something. Number three, once they get past the love bombing stage, they will never, ever, ever do anything to make you feel good about you. Again, unless they want something. Number four, they will never give you the credit you deserve and they will always take you for granted. Number five, they will never validate you. Number six, they will never show you their true face on purpose. Number seven, they will never show you true empathy unless it benefits them. Number eight, they'll never see you as an equal. Number nine, they'll never give up control. Number ten, they'll never admit they're wrong. Number eleven, they will never ever try to make you feel secure in the relationship. And number twelve, they will never love you as much as you love them or in the same way as a normal person loves another normal person. Well, you might not like what I'm about to say, but if you know me, then you know I tell it like it is. And if you don't know me, you're about to find out. Here's the deal, no one is going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. Okay, maybe some people will. I will. Still, there's something about a person who lacks self-respect that sometimes causes even the least toxic people to want to take advantage of them. And there's just no reason to vibrate this way, my friend. When you do learn to respect yourself, you teach other people how to treat you almost without even trying because your standards, they go up and you naturally enforce your personal boundaries. But am I saying that the narcissist will be among those who will respect you when you do learn to respect yourself after all? No. Not exactly. See, while learning to respect and love yourself will absolutely help you to stop accepting the abuse the narcissist dishes out so often, it will certainly not cause them to respect you. At least not in any functional way. But, all isn't lost. See, the good news is that if you do manage to develop your self image to the point that you're okay with and maybe even love who you are, you'll show them that you're no longer going to tolerate their The one thing to always remember when it comes to a narcissist is that they only want one thing from you and that is what you can do for them or the narcissistic supply that you can offer them. In fact, when you're in a relationship with any type of narcissist, you're going to become a source of narcissistic supply. Whether they are a partner or a spouse, a family member, a friend, a coworker, whatever. Narcissists in general aren't capable of really genuinely caring about you and who you are. They are not able to form healthy bonds with you partially because they lack the ability to show true energy empathy. This leads them to see you as a target or an object instead of a whole person. At best, they're gonna see you as an extension of themselves and as such, they see you as less of a person than they see themselves and they believe that they can treat you in any way that they want. That means they think they can cheat on you or lie to you or gaslight you or manipulate you or abuse you in any way shape or form and they do so without remorse. They don't feel bad about it and they certainly never admit to what they're doing unless it somehow benefits them to do so. And if you're ever lucky enough to get an apology from a narcissist, you got to know they have some ulterior motive there. They want something from you or they're doing it to get a certain result, not because they're actually sorry. So in other words, narcissists are likely to underestimate you because they themselves are limited people. In order to be the narcissist type, you need to be the type of person who reacts swiftly to their emotions, who instantly takes action to make them feel better or to cheer them on or to do whatever it is they need you to do. You need to be someone who cares so much about someone else's approval that you're willing to put your own stuff on the back burner and focus on them at any given moment when they have drama. One more type that the narcissist might also go for, and this type is the challenge. When you finally do give in and you fall for it, which many times you do, well then the narcissist ends up resenting you, ends up thinking, oh why did I waste my time on this person? They no longer want you because It would have got you not a challenge anymore. It's almost ironic when you think about how narcissists project their own limitations onto you. They are notoriously overconfident on the outside anyway and they are known to overestimate their own intelligence and abilities in general. But deep down, some part of them secretly doubts who they claim to be and often this is an accurate doubt as that same deep down part of them also knows they're putting on a show. They will assume the same about you and well everyone else. And let's not forget the whole black and white thinking thing that narcissists have going on. Since there are no gray areas for a narcissist, they absolutely assume that your reaction or lack thereof to their little games not to mention their blatant gaslighting and other forms of manipulation, must mean that you also have your own limitations. And of course you do because we all have limitations, but they underestimate you by overestimating your limitations. This is exacerbated because the narcissist sees you as less than them and they see themselves as better than you. I've never heard a secure person say mean things, talk bad about people or tear other people down. Food for thought. Let's talk about how narcissists underestimate your intelligence. This is probably the most common way that narcissists underestimate us. They think they can pull the wool over your eyes and that you'll just believe whatever they say or pretend because they think you're not smart enough to see through it. Contrary to popular belief though, narcissists aren't actually likely to end up with someone who is anything less than intelligent. They are so focused on how other people see them, they are highly likely to choose someone who is intelligent, attractive and who quite honestly makes them look good. But after the idealization or love bombing phase, well, the narcissist sort of forgets this part rather than focusing on the good qualities that you have as they did during idealization. When they get to the devalue phase, the narcissist is going to focus only on what they deem your bad qualities or what they see as being wrong with you. Let's talk about how narcissists underestimate your strength. Narcissists need to see you as weak, at least once they get past that idealization phase of the relationship. They need to think of you as dependent and incapable of surviving without them in some way. This is in part projection because despite the fact that they might be supporting you in some way, say financially, for example, the narcissist actually needs your supply to feel normal. And if you were suddenly to display your true strength and stop feeding that endless hole that is their ego, well, the narcissist would kind of lose it. They would in most cases quickly scramble away for alternate sources of narcissistic supply. That's assuming they haven't already got them in place, of course. Without narcissistic supply, the narcissist feels weak and lost. Here's the thing though, you and I both know that being in a relationship with any type of narcissist, takes more strength than most people know. Don't let them fool them into thinking that you my friend are anything but powerful. Let's talk about how narcissists underestimate your ability to see right through them. When you catch a narcissist in a lie, they will automatically assume that they can keep up that charade. This is true even when you can provide them with clear-cut evidence of the lie. Even then the narcissist will dismiss you and they'll dismiss the evidence you provide. A really good example of this comes from that whole shaggy song. You know, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. That one. <laughs> yeah. Well, the song tells the story of a Guy who goes knocking on his friend's door looking for advice. The apparent issue he's struggling with is that his girlfriend caught him in the act with another woman and his so-called friend advises him to deny what happened and say it wasn't him. It wasn't me. When he explains to the friend that she physically saw him in the act, you know, she caught him on the sofa, on the counter, getting louder, okay. Anyway, when he explains to his friend that this woman physically caught him in the act, the friend tells him to keep denying the facts. It wasn't me. And At the end of the song, thankfully, the guy does admit to the truth and which proves that he isn't a narcissist, but his friend might be one because in my opinion, the advice he's offering is literally to deny what she saw, what she saw and of course that is blatant gaslighting. Here's another way to look at it. You know that kid that sneaks into the cookie jar and consumes an unauthorized cookie or two? Well, when their mother confronts them, they deny having eaten the cookies despite the fact there's evidence all over their face. Literally, obviously mom knows what happened despite the fact that the child insists they didn't do it. The same thing goes for a narcissist who's lying to you. Certainly they often get a little sloppy because they're underestimating you. They aren't thinking about the fact that you know them and that if we're being honest, their mannerisms, body language, lack of eye contact, etc. might totally give them away. Even when they've relied on your intuition in the past, they will forget that part or continue to underestimate you because they're overestimating themselves. And then be sure to take- take good care of yourself inside and out. And as you beam with genuine confidence and you move away from your codependency with the narcissist, something crazy might happen. You might find a way to leave, or at least a way to get on with your life if you've already left. And then my friend, you might find a way to create a life that you love for real. Just stop for a second and breathe. Imagine with me for a moment that you no longer have to put up with the drama and the misery that goes along with the narcissist. And you've created the life that you really want. What does it look like? Who's involved? Where do you live? What do you do? How does your ideal life look? Take a few minutes and journal on it. It'll change your life. You have to remember that the narcissist, they helped create the codependency in you. They taught you to be afraid of them and their moods and their general presence. They taught you that you didn't matter without them and that if you didn't go along with whatever it was they wanted, that you were bad and you were invisible. In either case you'd be punished in various ways and this along with all the emotional and psychological abuse you dealt with throughout the relationship with the narcissist, well all of that is going to become the basis for your damage, your trauma. It will become the reason you recognize that you might be dealing with CPTSD symptoms and the reason you literally doubt yourself and your reality and your entire ability to function like a normal person in the world. Yeah, you have to remember something. Narcissists prey on you by leaning into the trauma they've created in you. They've caused you to lose your self-confidence thanks to years of ongoing abuse and this has caused you to give in to their manipulative ways. They prey on you because they think they can and because until now you've may have tolerated it, but guess what? You don't have to take it anymore. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to feel peaceful and to feel safe in your home. The narcissist takes all of that away from you and my friend, you deserve better. All right, let's talk about how your empathy is your superpower. Whether we like to admit it or not, before we're fully awake to what a narcissist actually is, they very often become very skilled at manipulating us. This, along with our natural human fear of abandonment, combined with the inevitable trauma bond that we experience in any toxic or abusive relationship, well, at least the narcissists to think that they can control us and continue to consume the supply we provide them indefinitely. The one thing they didn't count on is that you have a superpower they weren't aware of. That's empathy, compassionate and emotional empathy. While narcissists are capable of cognitive empathy as in they can understand on an intellectual level how someone might feel in any given situation, they don't have emotional or compassionate empathy. So while for you it is automatic to sort of get how someone feels, for the narcissist it's not. They have to stop and think about it and often, especially when they're trying to actively lie to you or pull the wool over your eyes in any way or they're stressed or distressed in any way, they're not thinking about how you might feel and because they underestimate you, they don't understand that your ability to read people, your knowledge of them personally, all combined with your own intelligence and your natural intuition, well all of that's going to come together to tell you they're full of it. So let's talk about why you should keep letting the narcissist underestimate you. I know that seems counterintuitive, right? My advice on this situation is definitely going to be unpopular, but I say don't bother trying to prove yourself to a toxic narcissist. In fact, if I were you, I would lean right into it, my friend. That's right. Go ahead and let the narcissist continue to underestimate you. Let them think they have control. This will give you an advantage if and when you are forced to deal with them in every situation. As they say, being underestimated is one of the biggest competitive advantages you can have and really it truly is. Remember too that the narcissist will also underestimate your ability and your power to heal. They will underestimate that you have the power to learn about and understand what is happening between the two of you, as well as the fact that you can look at yourself honestly and you can figure out what causes you to end up relationships with people like them. This is way outside of the narcissist's own ability as they cannot acknowledge or admit that they might lack in any particular area. They are not self-aware. The narcissist's lack of self-awareness, along with their grandiose delusions, if you roll all those things up in an ugly ball, it leads to their ridiculously fragmented sense of who they are. And this false self that needs to believe it is superior to everyone else, including but not limited to you. Well, it's actually the narcissist's greatest weakness. For you, this means the narcissist will never see it coming when you decide to take your life back. They will not know what to do if you leave, and they're not going to expect you to follow through and go no contact or low contact. You, my friend, you just keep shining like you always do. Imagine looking up in the sky and catching a glimpse of the sun through the clouds when you least expect it. You're blinded for a moment and you can't see much outside of the light and maybe a few spots for a few seconds, right? Well, I want you to consider yourself the sun and I want you to consider the clouds, the narcissist delusion. Once the clouds clear, you're going to be seen in all your full glory. But even though the clouds might obstruct your light temporarily, that light can still shine brightly from behind those clouds. And when those clouds do clear, you will gain clarity and you will know for sure that you are in fact the light. Are you with me? I'm going to share a playlist for you right here. It's going to explain to you in more detail exactly how you can kind of reclaim your power and take back your life because you can start even if you haven't left yet, despite popular opinion. So take a look at that if you get a minute. Well, this brings me to the question of the day and the question of the day is, have you ever been underestimated by a narcissist? And if so, what happened and how did you deal with it? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. And as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now, before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm going to leave for you here and there. And while you're here, hit that subscribe button right over there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.